Welcome to Plugged Into Christ. This is your announcer, Zayvon Grady. Today we'll explore more of our brand new podcast series titled, 1 Corinthians Paul's Letter to Corinth, with pastor and teacher, William Polis. This is part four, which Pastor Polis will cover chapters five and six. We do these biblical teachings so that you will gain wisdom, knowledge, and blessing from this podcast series. Now I am pleased to introduce Pastor William Polis as he teaches part four of 1 Corinthians Letters of Correspondence to Corinth. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this edition of Plugged into Christ. I want to tell you today that uh, to have faith and know that Christ is risen today. I know we just celebrated Easter, and uh, it's it's good that we should know that that He is alive today. You could be rested in the knowledge that He has risen, and He's sitting at the right hand of His Father in heaven. I also want to tell you a little bit of news. Uh, come July 29th, I will be giving a seminar here at Lorraineful Gospel Church from 1 to 5 p.m. It is open to the public, and the cost is $10. So if you live around, in around these, this area of Lorraine County, come join us. You're welcome to come. You'll be given a ticket. We'll serve lunch uh, halfway through at uh, 3 to 3.45, and uh, you're welcome to come if you live around the area here. With that, let's get started with chapter 5 of 1 Corinthians. I'll read to you the first six verses of that. It is reported commonly that there is fornication among you, and such fornication as not so much as named among the Gentiles, that one should have his father's wife. And ye are puffed up, and have rather not rather mourned that he he that hath done this deed might have taken away from among you. For verily I say, in the absence of the body, but present in the spirit, have judged already, as though we were present concerning him that hath done so hath so done this deed. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, when ye are gathered together in, the, in my spirit, with the power of the Lord Jesus Christ, to deliver such as one unto Satan for the destruction of the flesh, that the spirit may be saved in the day of our Lord Jesus. And glorifying is not good. Know ye that not that little a little leaven leaveneth a whole lump? Here in these first six verses, Paul is blaming them for indulgence in the case of their of an incestuous person and orders that person to be excommunicated and delivered to Satan. 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 1-6. through 6. Now we read from verses 7 and 8. Purge out therefore the old leaven, that ye may be a new lump, as ye are unleavened. For even Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us. And you notice that in that verse, and I'll stop right there for a moment, that verse is quoting the Old Testament. It's quoting Isaiah 53, verse 7. Verse 8, Therefore, let us not keep to the feast, not with the old leaven, neither with the, the leaven of malice and wickedness, but the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. So what is he talking about right there? Well, he exhorts them to Christian purity by purging out the old leaven. He's saying, purge out, purge out that old leaven, not of leaven of malice or wickedness, but the unleavened bread of, of sincerity and truth. Verses 9 to the end, 
I wrote unto you the, in the epistle not to company with fornica fornicators, yet not altogether with the fornicators of this world or with the covenants or extortioners or idolaters. For then must ye needs go out into the world. But for I have written unto you not to keep the com that co keep company if any man is called a brother to be a fornicator or covetous or idolater or railer or drunkard or extortioner, which such an as with such an one do not eat. For what I have to do with to judge with them also or that are without, do ye not judge them that were within? But them that are without God judgeth. Therefore put away wickedness from among yourselves, that wicked person. So what's Paul talking about here? He directs, Paul is directing them to shun even the common co conversation of Christians who are guilty of notorious or flagitious wickedness. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 1 through 11. Now Paul moves on to a totally different uh, conversation here in which he talks about not to, do not sue your brethren. In verse 1, Paul gives us a very stern warning in not suing a brother in Christ and taking it, therefore, before the law and unrighteousness when it should be taken before the saints. In other words, don't sue somebody before the wicked world and not do something about it if it's a, it's a fellow brother or sister in Christ doing something about it then, the Christian community. That's very important to understand. Paul tells him that saints will judge the world and the world was judged by you or me. Paul asks if we are worthy to judge even the smallest matters. Verse 2. Now, you, this may be something that may jump out at you and may not get right away, but it, Paul says, we shall judge angels. How much more things that pertain to this life shall we judge? You find that in chapter 6, verse 3. Because in the scope of things, when God created man, he created him with a soul. He gave man a soul. Angels do not possess a soul. And, they were, and when Jesus came along to offer salvation, the angels were asking God, and it's recorded in Old Testament scripture, actually more, more specifically, why they would get, why we would get the benefit of having salvation and something it's something that they couldn't they couldn't grasp. In verse four, Paul says that if you have judgments of these things in life, do you appoint those who are less esteemed in your church to, to be the judges? Paul now in verse five, he puts what he said to the church, he puts it to them in calling out their shame. Paul says that there is not one wise man among them who is able to judge brethren. Brethren who take up matters with the law against one, another brother or do so before unbelievers who practice the law. Paul is calling them out because instead of taking issues up with the church family, which I mentioned before, they take this internal church matters to the laws of the world. Verse 6, that they, the church, fails when it does things this way and do not accept wrong that they have done but to take internal church matters to the courts of law, even when the one who does the wrong won't accept it. Verse 7, 
Paul says that in spite of what he says in verse 7 about a brother not accepting blame for his own wrongdoing, rather in verse 8 here, he would rather take up with his brother to the law even if the first brother is wrong and won't accept it. Verses 9 and 10, Paul outlines that those who are unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God, but they should not be deceived, and, and he who names them and he names, he, he, what he does, Paul does, is he names each one of these. Fornicators, idolaters, adulterers, homosexuals, sodomites, thieves, or extortioners. Paul says they will not see the kingdom of heaven. Paul says that um, concerning what is listed in verse 11, that there were some of these things, but are now what? But, you know, the, all of us were these things in sin, in one sin or another. But we are now washed, sanctified, justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 12 through 20. Glorify God in the body and in the Spirit. Paul in verse 1 is using examples as metaphors to expose a point in saying that while all things are lawful for him, and he said this twice, but they are not all helpful, nor does he says he, the, he will come under the power of them. That's in verse 12. Foods are for the stomach, and the stomach is meant for food. Paul here, once again, uses the example of a metaphor to exposit a point. Then he gets to that, he gets to the, the meat of that point in the latter verse of verse 13, and, and God will destroy both of them, that the body is not for sexual immorality, but for the Lord. And the Lord is for the body. The same God who rose up the Lord will rise, raise us up from the grave by his power. Verse 14. Paul asked the church at Corinth whether they understand that their bodies are members of Christ and asked them if, they, if the same bodies shall be made members of, the, of a harlot. Certainly not. Verse 15. For one who joins to a harlot, they are one body. For as the Bible says in Genesis that the two shall become one flesh. Verse 16. He who is joined with the Lord is of one spirit with him. Verse 17. Paul tells the church at Corinth to flee sexual immorality, that every sin that man does is outside the body, but every sin of sexual immorality is a sin against his body. Verse 18. Your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, which comes from God. And Paul closes verse 19 and asking them if their body is their own. Listen to what Paul says in the final verse of chapter 6, which is verse 20, that we were bought for a price, the death of Jesus Christ on the cross. Therefore, we must glorify God with our bodies and in spirit, which are God's. The bodies, these bodies are not ours. They belong to the Lord. This concludes today's podcast. I thank you for listening. I want to tell you that we are so very thankful for every listener. I hope that you will join us next time as we cover chapters 7 and 8. In this podcast series titled 1 Corinthians, Paul's Letter to Corinth. We pray here at Plugged Into Christ that our podcast has helped you in understanding the Bible better, that it strengthens your faith and encourages you to Spend time reading the Bible 
and studying scripture. We encourage you here at Plugged Into Christ to spend time in the Word every day, pray, and most of all, be a part of your local church services each and every Sunday in your location. Plugged Into Christ podcasts are published through Buzzsprout.com. Now you can set up a free account in order to listen to these podcasts on Buzzsprout. You can also go on to the Google Play Store if you have an Android phone or an app, uh, the App Store for an iTouch phone, and you can download Spotify, Pandora, or one of the other podcast sites that we are signed up to in which Plugged Into Christ can be found. You can also listen to Plugged Into Christ podcasts on iTunes. Just put Plugged Into Christ in the search box of your favorite podcast site, and you'll be able to listen and download all the podcasts of Plugged Into Christ. If you live in and around the Lorraine County area, we would love to have you come and join us at Lorraine Full Gospel Church. We are located at 1900 West 19th Street in Lorraine, Ohio. Our normal church service is a Sunday at 11 a.m. I want to tell you that we are so very thankful for all of our podcast listeners. Until our next podcast, good night, and may the Lord bless and keep you in your daily walk. This has been a presentation of Blogged into Christ with your host, pastor, and teacher, William Bolas. Our next podcast will be part four of First Corinthians Letters of Correspondence to Corinth. This podcast is a production of Blogged into Christ and is sponsored through Lorraine Full Gospel Church. This is your announcer, Zayvon Grady, wishing you a blessed day.